A and S. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I've seen you on TV and you're actually really I imagine Camden Sharkey on a road trip to Coachella, Elizabeth Warren in the passenger seat, Patti Lapone and Melissa McCarthy in the back. Camden ups the bass and films a short for TikTok, his fangirl smile filling the frame. Camden revels in his wondrous belief that magic does happen when you look around, imagine the impossible, and connect with the people in your life. I can't imagine Camden brings the same energy to the Dutch Brothers drive-through in Boulder. Even here, he looks to be a changemaker through the politics of caring, embodied activism, imagination, and commitment to the arts. As you'll discover on today's episode, Camden holds a profound wisdom for a 19-year-old and seeks opportunities to treat each person like the Broadway star of their own life. On the ampersand, we call this bringing together of the impossible, the alchemy of anding. Together, we'll hear stories of humans who imagine and create by colliding their interests. Rather than thinking of and as a simple conjunction in that conjunction-junction kind of way, we will hear stories of people who see and as a verb, a way to speak the beautiful when you intentionally let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. As St. Mary Oliver asks, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? Oh, I love this question. When I'm mothering, creating, and collaborating, it reminds me to replace a singular idea of what I think I should become with a full sensory verb about experiencing. I'm Erica Randall. This is Camden Sharkey on The Ampersand. My, uh, my second day at work, was the funeral for a teacher that I really cared about. He he passed away two days before graduation, and then we graduated. His service was a little bit afterwards, but it was too late when I found out when the service was to get work off. So work was at 11. His service was at 10. So I was like driving away from this mega church where the service was because it was packed. There were so many people that showed up. Because he was so beloved. Because he was so beloved. And tears were like running, streaming down my face. And I just was like sprinting, trying to get out of my funeral blacks into my, into my touch bros clothes. And I got there and immediately broke down with someone else who had known him. Oh, at the drive-through. No, who who I worked with inside the inside, inside the, the box. And then I think not two or three days later, when I was working, someone came through and I, you know you always gotta like you try and break the ice and get them talking. So you're like, oh, what are you up to today? I'm like, oh, I'm going to pick up my mom. I'm like, oh my god, like where's your where's your mom coming from? Like, do you like do you do you want to get them a drink too? Yeah. And she's like, no, we're going to the funeral home. Oh. And I'm like. Oh my gosh. And we just had a full conversation crying, crying like to each other in the drive-thru window about crying while driving. And she's like, I had to pull over. I was like, I couldn't, when I found out, I just, I just drove and I realized I was crying so much that I was going to get into a car accident and like pulled off into a parking lot and just like sat. And we had a full conversation about how it just like, it sometimes just doesn't get easier. Did you ever see that human again? Uh, one more time before I left for college and we were just like, okay, like, yeah. like you're good. She had a, a, a necklace with a bottle of her mom's ashes in it, yeah. which was sweet. So I was just, like, I was just thinking good. about a bottle 
my mom is transitioning off the planet. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about a bottle of her ashes um, that I wanted to wear to take to Ireland, Mm -hmm. to to put her in Ireland. That's so sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's tender, Camden. I love that you take that moment, that you take that time, because your life is so full. Mm -hmm. You're ending all the time, and yet you pause. Do you see the way that you make connection with people and with forms like politics, dance, theater? Do you see this as making up who you are or are you who you are and therefore you make these kind of choices in your life? I think it, I think with everyone, it, it should make up who you are. Like for me personally, it makes up who I am. Right? The, the, the stories and the things that I get along the way are what make up who I am. It's... I could literally be. I could. I should be studying or doing something. But you know what? I want to get this story. I want to. I want to get to know people. I want to get an experience or something, and that just shapes more and more who you are down the road. How do you know that already? Because you're like nine, nine, eight, nineteen. 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you already know that? Have you had your heart broken a thousand times, and then you just collected the pieces and said, "Oh, this is a heart," or have you been collecting all these pieces, and that has made? Your I've heart? just kind of been like collecting all the pieces. I, I love telling stories, right? That's the, like, yeah. at the core of me, I'm a storyteller. Yes. I dance, I do theater. Like, yes. I find that that with that, there's an aspect of storytelling, but there's also, like, s- leadership has an aspect yes. of storytelling with yes. it, right? Working in the drive-thru has an aspect of, of storytelling, but also just literally every day, day-to-day conversations have an aspect mm-hmm. of storytelling, whether that's trying to connect with someone, engage with someone, or just, like, get to know someone, or you're just passing by and you are a bleep in someone's life at that moment. But I think that coming from a background of theater and storytelling is just, just get, just get stories. Like life is so much more fun when you can just sit and collect stories and not worry about what's two steps in front of you. Hmm. Does that make you a really good friend or do you have so many friends that you have to ground into your friendships to be present or do you feel, is that natural for you? I think it's a little bit of both again. I I have my group yeah. of tight knit friends, yep. same ones from high school. Wow. We still we still like we text really? we hang out all the time. From the springs. From the springs. Still with you. All spread out around the state, but like we still make time. We find time to like mm. well, sometimes we'll go down to Denver to visit one or our friends from Golden came up last weekend so we could hang out with them. And do you all share that love of story? Is that what connects you or is it different? That that you're the storyteller and someone is the cynic and da 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 da. Like how what is that hall of justice like? We I th- I don't think everyone has as good of an appreciation of stories. Like we all we all have our our, our buildup of stories. We all have our own individual ones that we that will tell. You know, there, there's the cynic. There's the <laughs> there's did I nail that one? There's um, <laughs> there there was one friend in the friend group who was sometimes there. They would just like appear. Yeah. And you're like, oh hey. Yeah. You, they were the extra. Doing? Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're the extra, but it wasn't that like they weren't invited or anything. We yeah. just they fully knew what was going on, and we're like, maybe they'll show up. Maybe they won't. They're not gonna like they don't text back. Yeah. But then they come and then, sometimes yeah, and, like and, and welcome and welcome. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's like the mom, you know, there's. Yeah. Do you have that also in school now? Do you have those kind of casts? Because it's not. See, you're already casting everyone. Maybe you're going to be a casting director. <laughs> so do you this thing about identity? I'm so interested in it and how these things that you're talking about, all the ways that you collect stories, create and shape identity. How do you put yourself into worlds where you are also facing like as, as a freshman, you stood up in front of the, it was a school legislature, it was a regent meeting. It the was Board of Regents. Board of Regents, mm-hmm. as a freshman. And there's a cast of characters. 
and you knew your script, you knew your story, and you shared it forward. Did you think in that moment, my goal is to connect, like this was theater? Did you think, did you, did you, were you comfortable because you saw folks as characters inside of a world that you were performing? Or did you just think this is really important and I just got to do this? Like, how do you show up in that political way mm-hmm. with these characters and these sets and these stories? I, I was a part of an organization called COYAC, the Colorado Youth Advisory Council, before in high school where I got to help write pieces of legislation and work with them through so till they passed. And so I think coming from that background where I've, I've just had regular conversations with state legislators in the background. Like, no big deal. Like, hey, how are you doing today? And then we're just just talking real quick. And he's, they're like, okay, I got to go to like a committee meeting. And I'm like, I, w- I wish I was living that right now. I'm going to go sit in the cafeteria for 20 minutes until my committee hearing starts. Oh, so even as a so, younger, younger person, you felt that ease mm-hmm. with folks that maybe would make others of your generation feel intimidated. Yeah. You're like, th- those are my people? It, they're, once again, they're just... They're just people. I just kinda, they're just people. Like, yeah. do, do I have my people that if I see them, I will... Absolutely lose it and fangirl over them. A hundred percent, I like. List go one, two, three. Elizabeth Warren is the first one. Which, oh oh my god, this is the moment. If you get it wrong, you don't get to meet them. Go. I know. This is super stressful. Hands over mouth, breathing, looking to the high left diagonal. Elizabeth Warren. That's all you can see. (laughs) (laughs) So number one, Elizabeth Warren. Number two, Elizabeth Warren. No, Patty Lapone has to be on there somewhere. (gasps) I know. Okay. Okay, Patty Lapone. What's your favorite Patty Lapone moment? This will help you relax, so you can think about everything. It is. Do you remember last year's, not 2023, but 2022 ball dropping, where Anderson, Anderson Cooper, and Andy Cohen got a little too drunk on air, and that was the year where they're like, no more drinking. Andy Cohen's not on the, the thing anymore, even yeah, though he I, came back. Mm-hmm. And Patty Lapone. Patty Lapone. They're they're interviewing Patty Lapone as part of the ball dropping, and Andy Cohen gets Patty Lapone to be like, well, Andy, I don't give a damn. And then... And did that become a meme? Am I saying that just right? Just a little bit. Yeah, it was on TikTok. I'll be enough, too. And I then... I almost understand. The, the, with, with Patty Lapone, I, she can make sense of anything. But it ironically isn't the most Patty Lapone moment because it's the it's the moment after it where Anderson Cooper is just jumping up and down, clapping, going, we love Patty Lapone. We love Patty Lapone. Drunk Anderson Cooper. Drunk Anderson Cooper. It's just like... And Patty Lapone. I love Patty Lapone as the villain in Pose. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched Pose. Okay. Sorry, I just gave No, it's okay. She's the bad guy. She's the bad guy. Yeah, I know, but that's also great. Playing the bad guy is incredible. If you could play any villain, what would you play? I'm still holding up for number three. No, I know. I'm, like, trying to, like... Any villain. Any villain. Yeah. Oh, see... I like the ones who are good and bad, the villains. Yes. I'm just trying to think, because I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go... I can't go regular Disney. You can't? Okay. I don't know why I can't go regular Disney. That's okay. You don't have to do it. What can you do? I know. Okay, what about in Wicked? Because that's messy. There's some... I don't listen to Wicked. You don't listen to Wicked. Okay, what about... I mean, Les Mis. Like my my brain. What about Javert? I also don't listen to Les Mis. Oh, my God. I only listen to One Day More and Empty Chairs at Empty Tables. Because that's that's an audition song of mine. (laughs) Okay, give me the first bars. Of Empty Chairs at Empty Tables? There's a grief that can't be spoken. There's a pain goes on and on. Empty chairs at empty tables where my friends are dead and gone. That? Mama Rose. If I could play any villain, I'm playing Mama Rose. (laughs) I don't know why that took so long, but I love Mama Rose. I love Mama Rose. Okay, and then the third person you want to meet. I know. Oh my God, no, I know her name, but I can't remember it. Okay. 
describe her? Melissa McCarthy. Oh, duh. I don't know why that one. I know. But it was something about thinking about how she is funny, but also, did you watch her and Can You Ever Forgive Me? No, but I heard her on uh, We Can Do Hard Things podcast when she talks about walking the neighborhood in fists of justice. My partner's always like, I understand your fist of justice. <laughs> Which is just like, oh, why are you not putting on your turn signal? Fists of justice. Fist of justice. Do you have those? I, I don't do fists of justice, but I do have those moments where I'm like, why are you not? Or like, please, just someone. Just somebody. Just help me out. Or I'm like grabbing onto the walls behind me. And I'm like, I'm gonna, if someone doesn't do it right again. Like something's gonna happen, and, and I'm gonna scream. So justice is a thing for you, justice. Mm-hmm. And and so, I, in all seriousness, when you were singing um, "Empty Chairs at Empty Tables," it also made me think of the playlist that you shared called "The Ampersand," which I loved, cute. That had a lot of songs about the kids are all dead. <laughs> the kids are all dying by Phineas. By Phineas, mm-hmm. I have seen you do a work, a performance piece that is putting an embodied representation of gun violence Mm -hmm. in this country forward as a huge political statement. What does it feel like for you as a youth activist and um, person who's interested in political science Mm -hmm. and policy and embodied rebellion? (sighs) Help, help. How are we going to change this? How are we going to, yeah, what it, not that it's all on you and your generation, but what can we, tell me what to do. Do you know, Camden, do you know? I... I don't know I, right now, I think, but I will say that I th- the, I I forgot what I got this from, but it was yesterday on TikTok, ironically enough. It's just oh, going to yeah. keep coming back. Yeah. And it was Jordan Klepper, actually, from The Daily Show, when he, he does uh, some interviews called Man on the Street, where he'll go to, like, Trump rallies, and he will just, like, ask questions. Yeah. and Get just, stories. Like, just, yeah, get yeah. stories, but also just listen to what they're saying. What's going on? Like, what what is the the thoughts on on like on a side that he disagrees with and he said something that was politics you we can talk politics right Mm -hmm. we can we can talk about ideas we can talk about those things the moment that becomes who you are Mm -hmm. there's no changing Mm. so i i I think that there's too much identity politics right now there's too much of associating either the candidate with the person with the candidate in yourself or Mm -hmm. or issues and yourself and there needs to be that separation of, of of who I am and who my ideas are, of, or like just the just those beliefs in order so that to, you can think with more. Mm-hmm. Other so there, can, so ideas? there can be more nuance added. There can yeah. be more than just it's not just white and black. There's yeah. there are combinations. There's a yeah. the, there are not two options ever in life. There's a whole myriad of things that you can you can choose from. So to to boil it down to yes and no, right and wrong is. It is entirely hurting the opportunities that we are able to have. So when thinking with gun violence and your generation, you would encourage everyone mm-hmm. on all sides of stories around guns mm-hmm. to be thinking mm-hmm. with nuance, mental health to be thinking with nuance. Yes. And, and do you feel despair? Do you feel hope? I, I think I feel a lot more hope than that. As some people do. Yeah. I know that I have had conversations with people where they're like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I want to leave. And I'm like, there's so much more. Like, and, then, and get out of the conversation. Like, well, yeah, get out of the conversation. Or like, mm-hmm. like you know what? Finland is looking like a great com- like a great country right now. Yeah. Like, they have a great education system. Yeah. And I'm like, well, there's like there's more you can do here. Stay and have a voice. Stay and be able to, to make an impact rather than it doesn't look like 
it's going to get any better any soon. Yeah. I don't want to sit and, yeah. and wait for things to possibly get worse or maybe get better. Yeah. But I don't know. But stay in it. But stay in it. Stay in it. And is that so does being a dancer, does being an artist help you stay in the heart of the politics? Is that part of the staying in it? I think it helps you stay in the moment as well. Just try and collect everything around me and just be like, Mm -hmm. this is what we have right now. Let's make something with it. Like, let's be able to to not just sit and cry over spilled milk right now. Like, let's let's see if we can actually do something with the pieces that we have left. And you feel that hope when it's not milk that's spilling. Mm -hmm. You feel that hope. Yes. (sighs) Okay, so hope. We gotta, we gotta keep with the hope. We gotta keep with hope. But it's also funny that you bring up the kids all the time because I did a piece to that as well mm. in high school. I did a piece to, in high school, you have to, uh, once you reach the top dance class at my high school, you can then TA for the lower dance okay. classes where you have to make pieces for them. So teaching is so, interesting to you. Teaching is interesting to me. Yeah. But I have done pieces to Super Rich Kids, which was also on that playlist. Yeah. The Kids Are All Dying and Weirdly Enough, Donda by Kanye West. Yeah. So then I got to see all this work. What is interesting to me, too, is that you're kind of not afraid of an idea when it comes to an inspiration. And I I love this not being afraid of an idea because then you're not afraid of being in conversation with your body, with others, Mm -hmm. with all the things. And that is one of the things that is just in the bit that I know you, which I know far more today, that has just gotten me excited about you because so many people will think, oh, poli sci, that's data and arguing and dance, that's bodies and entertaining. And it's like, no, 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 it's it's messier than that. There's it is a lot messier than that. And I think that being able to, especially if you're coming from from a political science world where, mm-hmm. at least for me, like I'm interested in constitutional law, like I want to I want to get into the nitty gritty of things. But there mm-hmm. are real ideas and real things that you can find in there. Mm-hmm. But being able and willing to have that conversation, yeah. if you're not willing to have that conversation, do you actually believe what you believe in my head is how that works, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're not willing to talk, then what what do you believe? Because you need to have people challenge your ideas in order to either strengthen your beliefs or help you discover what you actually believe. Thanks, Camden. Thank you. It's time for the quick and dirty. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. I'm inspired. (laughs) Okay, so I said the word meme earlier as a ruse Mm -hmm. to make you think I knew what it meant. And I hear in the quick and dirty, you have to be quick. Okay. You don't have to be dirty. But you're going to put together things that have and either in them, like sand has it in there, or um, sand and sea connected. Okay. I want you to give me an and meme that needs to find its way onto social yesterday. An and meme? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Patty Lapone and Anderson Cooper. <laughs> and there's two ands in there. There's two ands in there. Yes. Okay, that was really great. I have no idea what that question meant. You just helped me understand it. Okay, the best anding restaurant in Boulder. Oh, I haven't gone to eat a whole lot in uh, at restaurants in okay, Boulder. Okay, the Springs. I'm like thinking through. That doesn't have an and in it. I love watching your scrolling brain. No, strike that. No and. Keep going. Do you want to pass? Go forward. It's like ten thousand dollar pyramid. Do you even know Come what that back. show is? Come okay. back. I do know a $10,000. You do. That's a show that has and in it. $10,000 pyramid. Okay. I'm really good at this game. The worst anding food combination, like something you would eat on a TikTok to make people be grossed out. Is that something you would do on a TikTok? I don't think I would. My mom has been trying to get me to rate the dorm, like the dining hall foods on TikTok, like try and get the worst food. Because yeah. she she <laughs> has someone. Like that's a terrible who, idea, mom. Well, no, she has someone who does that on her TikTok where she's like, he, he'll go and get the worst foods and then you just like watch him eat it. And he just like trying to not throw So up. what's the worst anding food? The worst anding food. It's probably, it was like a, 
like a tofu curry and what was it? It was like tofu curry. So far, and... I love this. I love tofu curry. <laughs> I can't do tofu curry anymore. You can't do it no. because of this. It was like tofu curry and it was like a Caesar salad, and it was just not. And you can't do that. It's not good. Oh my god, I eat mall buffet all the time. That sounds like mall buffet to me. It was just. Like, just the combination of the dressing and the curry was, like, I ate it. And TikTok like, ruined it I can't you. do it right now. Okay, we're going to hold I, on. It was actually what I ate at the day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's an ideal ending afternoon with your besties? An ending afternoon? Honestly, just getting together at one of our houses. Mm-hmm. And... My stomach just growled. I'm sorry for talking about that tofu curry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, getting together, getting at, one together at one of our houses and just catching up, relaxing, and watching a movie. I love that. Two hands in there. Oh, I love that. That's so tender. And like a potluck, too, so we can all bring our favorite food. Oh my God, you're like 70. Well, yeah. <laughs> a can't-miss ending experience. <laughs> what would a can't-miss ending experience be for you? I know it has Patti LuPone and Elizabeth Warren and... <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> getting to... I would love to get to go to the Capitol and meet a bunch of, just a bunch of people that I'm like, oh my God, I've seen you on TV and you're actually real. Starstruck at the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the nerdiest thing in the world. Like, no no 19-year-old is like, I want to meet Elizabeth Warren. And they're like, I want to meet Lil Uzi instead, but I'm... Nope. 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 And, ooh, actually, I want to go, I want to meet a bunch of people at the Capitol and then go to a music festival with them afterwards. What, would, what fest would you take them to? Um... <laughs> either either Coachella, but I'm also going to an indie music festival over the summer, and it might be that. But I just want to see how they interact with with like people. Actually, if you take them, I'm going to oh. take them to Coachella I, and I watch, watch them try and like relate to people, and like also walk through the art installations. This is the next. This is the next show. The, yes. This is it. What are you going to call this? I want it to have an and in the middle. This is our an closer. Yeah, this show, Coachella. And the capital, but a better name. That's not the good name. I'm trying to think of like a music pun as well. This is. I know. I'm thinking of the pumpkin coach from Cinderella. That's what I have in my head. And like all why, of these politicians why... sitting in a pumpkin. <laughs> That's what's in my head right now. I don't know why legislation and legato was an idea. Like like the slow. I can feel the rhythm on that. I'm trying to think of a, a, an idea with filibuster too. Filibuster yeah. and. Filibuster. Filibuster. <laughs> But the headliner has to be like Busta Rhymes. Let's do that. Uh, I don't want this to end. Okay. Shark Week is over. Shark Week is over. Um, On this podcast, we do a blessing. And you start it like you're giving a graduation speech or you're at your best friend's send-off. And may you always have enough gas in your tank in the middle of a dark road in Wyoming. Something, you know, like that. What, What would your... What would your offering be? And I'll stick with with your your may and may you always live each day as though it's day one. That was Camden Sharkey on the Ampersand. The Ampersand is a production of the College of Arts and Sciences at the University of Colorado Boulder. It is written and produced by me, Erica Randall, and Tim Grassley. If there are people you'd like us to interview on the ampersand, do please email us at asinfo at colorado.edu. Our theme music was composed and performed by Nelson Walker, and the episodes are recorded at Interplay Recording in Boulder, Colorado. I'm Erica Randall, and this is the ampersand. <laughs>